Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good afternoon. Thank you for coming on a short notice. Trust me, if we could have uh, done it last week with all the things we had on our plate, we would have done it. We, However, we went to Albany to lobby for our uh, the upcoming budget, and we were successful in our efforts. So thank you for this. We are here today to discuss a situation that we feel needs uh, to be brought to light. Um, standing with me. You will see our members of our community. We appreciate you, Mr. Rafford, for being here. We have a united board in this situation, although four of our board members are not here. However, they they stand with us. So we want to, first of all, give a shout out to our absent board members, who are Larry, uh, board member Larry Scott, board member Terry Shuda, uh, board member Ann Revere, and board member Jennifer McCosey. The other board members are here. we have our, one of our newest board members here. However, she is not new to fighting. So she is, we're glad to have her. We have Cindy McEtchen here. We have board member Paulette Woods. We have board member Mr. T- Terrence Hurd. And we have a uh, board member and, and first vice president, uh, Dr. Uh, Kevin Evans, Evans Brown. We have our athletic director. We have our associate, uh, uh, Mr. House. Uh, we have our associate, uh, Superintendent, uh, Dr. Ramona Williams, and we have our fearless general counsel with us today, Nate Kuzman. So why we, we felt that it was important to bring this together is because we feel that in this day and age that all people should be treated fairly, particularly when we talk about our students and, 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 and particularly when we talk about athletics, okay? What we will share with you today, and each one of us will take a time to share it because we want you to understand that we are united. But we have a situation where uh, Section 6 has applied different rules to different districts. And in our opinion, there is a pattern of discrimination against Buffalo Public School athletes And this was revealed recently 
by what has happened in the Amherst district, school district. When we talk about our stakeholders, we acknowledge that our students are what we're here for. We talk about our BPS staff, our parents. We talk about the community support. We even talk about you because you play a part in the role to get the information out to, out to people. And so our concerns as stakeholders at this point is to address the issues that are associated with the pattern of discrimination by Section 6. And we are concerned about making sure that we protect our student athletes. Our first key message today is the Buffalo Public Schools and the Buffalo Board of Education are united in supporting student athletes and opportunities to access athletic programs and are dedicated to ensuring equitable treatment for students and families. Key message two, section six has violated their own New York State rules. Supporting points, in February, there was information that a student athlete may have, may have been removed from the section six basketball roster due to residency ineligibility and then added back on. While the student appears to have transferred to another school, they were allowed to compete, complete the season and no Amherst wins were vacated. The bylaws and eligibility standards clearly state that the transfer rule, which includes the rules about residency requirements and ineligibility, that no variations are permitted. The bylaws and eligibility standards also states that, quote, if a school uses an ineligible student in any interscholastic contest, such contest should be forfeited to the opposing schools, end of quote. There was no explanation given in this situation. Third key message. Section 6 application of NISPA rules is inequitable between districts. The supporting points is in the Amherst case, the student was removed from the roster. The team was allowed to continue on as usual. They did not have to forfeit any games. When there was an administrative issue with Lewis J. Bennett varsity football team in October of 2022, an investigation was taken without the executive team. The consequences was enacted quickly and before the investigation was even concluded. The request from Buffalo schools to address this current issue and the October issue were either ignored or denied by Section 6. And as a result, Section 6 has denied fair and due process not only to Buffalo, but to all the other teams who played against Amherst this year. The Board of Education in Pu Buffalo Public Schools stands for equitable treatment of all student athletes and for ensuring the equitable access to athletic programs in Western New York and beyond. 
The Board of Education and the Buffalo Public Schools have already filed a complaint with the New York State Division of Human Rights to hold those organizations accountable for its discriminatory and disparate treatment towards student athletes of color and for its lack of inclusion of people of color in its decision and policy making processes. The Buffalo Public Schools have demonstrated its dedication to the process by engaging with Section 6 meetings. However, this has not resulted in real equity for all student athletes. As a result, the Buffalo Board of Education and the Buffalo Public Schools calls on a Section 6 to fulfill its responsibility to give students athletes a fair opportunity to compete by applying these rules um, equitably across the districts and ensuring that this process is fair and equitable. In a gesture of good faith and fairness in tonight's Amherst game should be canceled, forfeited, and the Williamsville South, the second place team, should be allowed to compete. The Buffalo Board of Education stands ready to hold Section 6 accountable through justice process and or uh, legislative means. We also feel that the New York State the New York State, for um, they allow a 100% white nonprofit organization to govern the um, athletes here in the city of Buffalo. Um, we try to understand why we allow the nonprofit to come together and, 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 and govern our black and brown athletes here in the city of Buffalo and across the state of New York. And also, there's no checks and balances within the, within the Section 6 and its governance. Mr. Kuzman, do you feel the need to say anything at this point? Sure. I Thank you. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Um, you know, and uh, thank you to the Board of Education. I think they're absolutely doing what's right here and standing up. Um, you know, and bringing an issue to light that I think is very important. You know, unfortunately, this isn't the first time that we've had to stand before you know the media, uh, you know, to try to explain. You know what we feel are you know discriminatory and dis the disparate treatment of our student athletes, and uh, you know we have taken uh, serious legal action. You know not only with the commissioner of the state of New York to try to have the Bennett decision overturned, but in filing a New York State Division of Human Rights complaint for Section Sixes and the New York State Public High School Athletic Association's treatment um, of of our student athletes and our school district. You know, today we're here to really highlight two relatively similar situations um, and the way in which they've been handled by those organizations. Okay, so on one hand, you've got the Bennett High School situation where it was discovered that an eighth grader from Sweet Home that enrolled in Canisius ended up at Bennett um, in his ninth grade year was an ineligible student because the district did not submit the appropriate transfer paperwork at that point in time even though it was unaware that of this student's history. Before Section 6 even contacted our Assistant Superintendent of Athletics, Mr. House, they had convened their executive committee and they had made the decision that Bennett was going to forfeit all of its previous games and that the coach was going to be suspended for a game. That's in the executive committee meeting minutes that were dated and time stamped before the email went to Mr. House. End of story. And we're still appealing that to the commissioner. Now here you have a completely, you know, very similar set of circumstances where it's discovered 
that the Amherst basketball team has been playing with an ineligible player due to residency. I wrote a letter last week to the Section 6 Executive Director, uh, Mark Filippo, asking a series of questions um, in hopes that we would get a transparent response, in hopes that it didn't come to that, you know, we've done an investigation, these are the results of that investigation, this is the decision that we've reached in regards to this situation, and hopefully an explanation that it's not like the situation, you know, that, that we dealt with with Bennett. But we didn't get, we didn't get any response from the section um, to those questions. No explanation as to what happened. What we do know is that that student athlete has, is no longer on the roster and will not be competing this evening if Amherst is, you know, continues to play against McKinley tonight. But what's unanswered is if you're playing with an ineligible player due to residency that never should have been on that team in the first place, what is going to happen to, you know, the games in which he did compete? Mm -hmm. And how is that going to impact seeding for the playoffs? And what's going to happen to the coach who may have known that this student was ineligible and was playing even though he did not reside in the Amherst district. Yes. Those questions have not been answered and section six seems to deflect that a little bit in some conversations they've had um, that this is an Amherst issue only, that this is not some, something for the section to discuss. And that's the issue. We're not here because we want kids to be hurt. We're not here because we don't we we don't want the games to go on we don't want our kids to earn championships we want them to play a lesser competition for example or so it's not about that the issue is about what the section chooses to pay very close attention to and what they choose to take very serious action in response to and what they don't and and who are the districts that are impacted by that and what are the demographics of the districts that are impacted by that in our division of human rights case and mr hurt alluded to that we paid very close attention to how individuals are chosen to be on the new york state public high school athletic association's governing body how the executive committee from section six and it's like the nba from the 1940s where it's by it's not by accident that every one of the representatives from both of those governing bodies are 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 white and it's not by it's by design that the baton keeps getting handed to the same individuals from the same districts round and round and round and those are the individuals that are making the rules and those are the individuals that are choosing which rules to implement and when to implement them and that's been a constant thorn or concern for us. And, you know, it, it, it keeps, it's built to the point where enough is enough. We're not looking for one simple change in an athletic contest tonight. We are looking for broad, sweeping change on how athletics and athlete, athletic contests are governed in the state of New York. Yes, yes. Enough is enough with Robert Zayas and the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and his ability to change, and sex, Section 6's inability to step up and listen and come to the table 
and make meaningful change on how we can do better. Because in this state, in this day and age, the way that it's designed, like I said, it's from the 1940s and it's done on purpose. It's not by accident. Enough is enough. And we intend to continue to pursue our legal action to add on to that because of Section 6's inability to speak with us, be transparent about what's going on, and we are going to continue to fight for what is right. Okay? Yes. That's, those are, that's the issues. That's why these people wanted to come together today and talk to you and explain this is, this is another example of injustice that is continued to allow to be perpetuated in the state of New York. And we want it to end now. Thank you, Super, or, uh, <laughs> Madam Board President. Thank you. So now we will open up for questions. Um, Mr. Rafford, you're here. Did you want to say something before? Uh, I can give you the mic and let, if you are representing our community and a former Section 6 uh, student recipient. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag best school in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> real quick, um, I just want to stand here to say the, the community is in full support of what the Board of Education is doing today. Um, the biggest concern from the community is that back when Bennett was attacked, they not only attacked our student athletes, they also attacked Coach McDuffie who was an African-American coach and a predominantly African-American team. And they felt, nobody felt bad about saying what they did was wrong. And Section 6 wanted to make sure Bennett was accountable for their actions. And as a community, we're looking at what's going on now and we're seeing no accountability for Amherst and what they did. And it's not a mistake that it's a, a, a white coach and a predominantly white team. And, and we want to make sure that our student athletes are given the same thought and concern as those student athletes are. At the end of the day, the community wants and Bennett did. We, we want to be able to compete. We want to be able to win because we do have the best student athletes in the world in Buffalo Public Schools, and we wholeheartedly believe that. <laughs> and we don't think that we are ducking competition. We're not running from competition. At the end of the day, fairness is fairness, and accountability is accountability. And if Section 6 does not hold Amherst accountable, it seems racist, and it seems motivated to keep sticking a, a thorn in the side of Buffalo Public School athletes and the Buffalo community as a whole. And so we're against that, and as a community, we are in full support of the Buffalo uh, Public Schools in doing this, and we hope that Section 6 acts accordingly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot uh, to have a community member uh, come out, uh, stop what they're doing, and come down. Uh, at this point, the floor is open. Do you have any questions? And uh, we have uh, comparable staff here to answer it in the event we, uh, one of us can. Yeah, Mr. Fisler, if you could just clarify again, just so we know again, that you have a complaint before the Division of Human Rights, correct? Yes, we have, a, we have filed a petition with the New York State Division of Human Rights. Um, that's on behalf of the board. Uh, and, you know, it, it alleges against the New York State Public High School Athletic Association, its executive director, Section 6, and its executive director, um, disparate treatment um, and implementation of its rules uh, and, its, and its entire structure, you know, on the basis of race. And you have a state uh, with the Department of Education? We do. It's pending before the commissioner, um, and that is a more narrow issue on challenging Section, section 6's determination, uh, which required Bennett to forfeit um, six games and suspended its coach 
uh, for uh, one game uh, as a result of the uh, the, uh, the, the quote unquote ineligible player uh, playing. Yeah, I mean, we expect a decision. The one with the, before the commissioner will move a little bit more quickly. We expect a decision within the next month or two. The Division of Human Rights complaint will probably carry, uh, carry forward for the next uh, year or two. Um, and what we're hoping for there is a full and fair hearing um, so that we can call to testify and subpoena to testify um, these executive directors for how they conduct their business. Um, and and I, I, I'm hoping that, that we get to that point uh, as soon as the fall. President Kaufman, have you considered maybe trying to go to your <clears throat> state lawmakers? I mean, right now on the budget, we're hearing massive amounts for education. You refer to lobbying. The governor has said, could, should this be something maybe to bring forward to them and see if they can exert some pressure here? Well, as you are aware, I am. Uh, chair of the Big Five, which consists of the largest urban districts in the state. Last week we were together. Our preliminary conversation was to focus in on the budget at this point. However, we will be meeting very soon to be talking about our next steps, of which one of them is to try to get clarity and to make our legislators understand that the Commissioner of Education should be the sole purpose with the ultimate power of students and the education as well as sports of students. And that is not how the law is currently written. So we are gonna be working on seeing what we can uh, change as far as legislatively. I feel that we have the ears of our legislators in Western New York. They are very uh, committed to our uh, children within our, our districts and within Western New York. And I think we, we're gonna be successful. But there is no clear understanding how a nonprofit has the ability to do the things they do and no one is able to, and there's no checks and balance in place in regards to it. It's just totally confusing. Um, anyone can answer this question, but let's say nothing happens tonight and the game goes on in Amherst as planned. What message does this send to the student athletes of Bennett? <laughs> let's, let's say it's more than just the student athletes of Bennett. It's, it's all our students and all our students that have been inflicted through the racial injustice by this, by this uh, program that operates within our, our district uh, and the state of New York. Um, just, just note that nobody's saying we want to separate from the Section 6. We get a lot of community members call and say that we want justice. We want our kids to have a fair opportunity to compete against other children across the state and receive college scholarships just like our suburban counterparts have received over the decades. Our kids was isolated at one time to where we played inner city with, with one another and the Section 6 did that again. They came and said okay they combined all our inner city schools and charter schools to play against one another and then go out and play against other district schools and that's something we want to compete compat against also. It's because they deserve fair opportunities to play against other schools their size throughout the state and not be subjected to play one another and the winner of this pool that comes out of the city of Buffalo to go and play against other schools within the um, district. So um, we're working hard and we've been fighting this for a long time ever since I've been on the board and um, and we came onto the section six because we needed uh, opportunity for our kids to be advanced towards a higher education towards college scholarships and play all over the world thank, thank you. you when people of goodwill and good faith have it pointed out to them that they're applying two set of different rules that their conduct is not fair not equitable in fact racist usually people of good faith will correct their actions. Section six needs to apply the rules equally. 
if Buffalo had to forfeit their games, their coaches had to be suspended, the rules have to apply equally. And we're paying the majority of their dues and their operation expenses. As finance chair, we'll be taking a look at that. So I'd like to say uh, the message to our students has always been clear, okay, that you come from a people, your ancestors, who chose to survive. And all of us can take pride in that, no matter what race or nationality you are. The conversation has already been had with Bennett students about what it takes to win in this world. And what we're proud to say about our students is they persevere. That's right. They are survivors. Okay, they don't live in, uh, in an environment that necessarily they can thrive in. However, they continue to rise. And so what we're, what we're saying here, and it's not just to the Bennett students, it's to the other students who, require, who were required to play mm -hmm. Amherst, who are aware of what was going on in Amherst and who may have lost, okay, uh, a, a, a game or whatever. What we're saying here is that it has to stop. It has to stop. And in, in, in true honesty, this is not just a local issue. This is happening across the state in all the sections. For whatever reason, the way it's set up, the majority of the money is based on how many students you have in your district. Irregardless of the fact that the majority of the students in the district do not play sports. But when we see it across the state and we see that there's a failure to be able to regulate, we know that it is time that we raise this bar and we start asking for look at a, this to be looked at at a federal level. In my opinion, it is time to bring the U.S. Attorney General in to evaluate what's going on with our children and athletes. We understand that sports is a gateway out of poverty and to success. And for whatever reason, whatever barriers that are there, we are about removing them. And we wanna make sure that uh, that message is loud and clear. And this has to be looked at, I feel, from a federal level. Because the constitutional rights are in violation, the, uh, our civil rights, there are major issues going on here. And so our, our message to as students are uh, that we're not gonna take it, we're going to fight back, but no matter what, we're going to keep moving forward and we're going to persevere. And to add, um, as you know, New York State has uh, commissioned a Blue Ribbon Committee to look at um, graduation standards. And so we as a board look at this as a teachable moment. It's an opportunity for our children to see civic responsibilities in place and it wouldn't be bad to have an uh, overall assignment for our district something to think about <laughs> to use this um, opportunity for our children to see how civic work thank you are there any additional questions well well, we want to stay on focus for this because we want this highlighted today. We want Western New York to see what is going on in Buffalo, New York, by the quote unquote people who are in charge with providing equity, considering that Buffalo pays the majority 
of the dues, it's certainly a share of, of the dues for the Section 6 and have very little uh, voice is a major problem. This, in essence, is being controlled by seven suburban districts. And, all the, and everything, as our uh, general counsel spoke about earlier, is set up to make sure that that continues to perpetuate itself. Uh, it's almost like uh, uh, history repeating itself. We won't go there. But uh, it's amazing that we're in the north and we're dealing with this when we thought that this was an issue that was resolved uh, years ago. Let's say um, one thing. Um, we have the greatest students in the world right here in Buffalo. They indulge so many issues of racial discrimination throughout the season. The names they've been called, um, how they've been perpetuated against by refereeing and also the officials. And we feel that we are on top, we're on the top level. We have to find ways to minimize our, our students and, and their actions by dealing with these racial issues. This is a civil rights movement that we're dealing with right now. This is a civil rights movement for our children and our families. And I'm proud of our children because they've been called names. They, they, they've, been, they've been taunted you know, throughout games. Rated. And they mm -hmm. do refereeing, you know, bad calls that we see on tapes that, that, that is not even the case. Touchdowns being called back, buckets being called back, fouls being called that we, see, that we view on tape and then we don't, we don't see it. So um, they go through all this, hard, this hardship and they keep playing, they keep going, they keep thriving. And we're proud of our students. We're proud of our coaches that work with our students. Our students haven't fought. They haven't been any type of um, uh, uh, word issues with, with these fans and, and these teammates. So uh, we're doing a wonderful job here at the district and I just want to give my hearts out to our coaches our superintendent, our board, our teachers, and everybody else who has to come back and deal with these things on a daily basis. So thank you. Thank you. Is it up to Section 6 to cancel the game tonight, and do they have a deadline on that? Well, if at this point, in my opinion, if self, Section 6 was capable of self-regulating itself, it would have been done. Okay, so uh, do we expect the game to be canceled? No. Uh, but we wanted to get in front of it because we do not want it to be an afterthought. We wanted you to know up front that we are watching this and we believe our children will be victorious because when given the opportunity to excel, they always do. And if not, still, Section 6 still has to be held accountable for the actions that they have done at this point. It is unacceptable. And, and for um, Section 6 and the New York State Public Health Athletic Association to think that they can hide behind Section 6 is not going to happen. Thank you. I can guarantee you this will be covered. But again, taxpayers probably want to know, can you just say anything in general about where things stand on these negotiations? Wednesday. Hi, so as the new kid on the block, I'm going <laughs> to just reiterate what we just heard from the president, which is no. Um, and the reason is because we're, but the reason is because we're here for a reason. Right. And this is a really big deal that I don't know is hitting you in the way it should. Well, it's it not is, weighing. We and so we want to make sure that we don't deter from that. And well, we often do it. Absolutely. But this is a very focused space and it's there for a reason. And we don't want to take away from the impact of what we're saying. You, this Andy. absolutely affects our young people in a way that is very overwhelming, right, to accept and to accept our roles 
all of us as adults that we may play in it. And so to downplay or to divert, and, and I'm not by any means saying it, there's malicious intent in it. And I fully understand why you are asking the question because it is important. But this is not the place because what we're talking about is absolutely something that needs to sit in this space. Why would you say, will there be an update in the coming weeks? Oh, that's council. All council. That's Tomorrow all. evening during our work session, we'll okay. be a brief one. Okay, we're good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.